Unscripted. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel Fuller. I would show anything. I'd show my hee-hee and my hoo-hoo oh. and my ha-ha. <laughs> Holly O'Connor. Hey, Daddy, you want to take this to the bedroom? And Scotty the Body. I am officially not only the grill daddy, but I'm a hot grill daddy. Oh, wow. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only from Hot 101.5, Tampa Bay's new hit music. Happy St. Patrick's Day week. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, doesn't you, are we doing a podcast like on it. Wednesday? Because that'll be actually the day. Yeah. I don't know. It just, like, does it not feel like St. Patrick's Day? No. Like, they're, like, I saw somebody Saturday, no, Sunday, post a, oh, my God, here was my St. Patrick's Day party last night. And I legitimately said, what? Yeah. St. Patrick's Day? I mean, I plan on partying on St. Patrick's Day. Are on Wednesday? Going yeah, out well, Wednesday? Like, I'm supposed to DJ an event, and then afterwards I, I get done at 6, and then I think I'm going to party. So what happens Thursday morning? Well, like, I'm not going to party too hard, but I think I'm going to have, you know, like a couple drinks, maybe do the little Irish jig. You know, now's the time to do it. Mm-hmm. See? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We just know Thursday might be a little rough, but yeah, like, no. you're built for that. That's <sighs> fine. Some days are better than others. It's I'm learning really quick that hydrate. It, uh, yeah, no, I'm actually very impressed with myself. The last time I did like a day drinking event, like I was just talking about it yesterday. Like I survived the whole day. Like I drank all day, had water, woke up, not hungover. Like I was very impressed. I don't think I've done that in years. Mm. <laughs> Yay. Speaking of drinking, Scott. Yes. I just sent Holly and Scott, both of you, a text message. All right. In the group chat we have. Yes. A Miguel and Holly fan member spotted you, Scott. Yes. There is a picture <laughs> of you and someone. Ah, uh, yes. There's lots of red. Like, the room ah, is red. A long-haired young lady. What is going on? And the Miguel and Holly fan member said, Scotty spotted. <laughs> God dang it. We like this, that You got the paparazzi out. I were you on a date? So. What was this? What were you doing? When was this? Where was this? What was going on? Hmm? I Who went is out this? For- Are you on a date? Is this like a date date or is it like a friend date? Like what? What's going on? Scotty goes on adventures. Mm-hmm. I go. It's a, that. This is a great example of an adventure. Mm-hmm. I decided to go on adventure with a friend. Can I show the picture? Uh, Dude, no, I'm kidding. No, ah, no. No. <laughs> well, you That's can't- why you can't just be taking pictures of people on the slide. Yes, you can, and you should, and send them to me. Thanks. It is uh, funny. It's just. I wish, you know... That's it's- a bad precedent. Let's not. Well, you don't even know that door that you're opening. Hold on. You don't even know. Wait, wait, hold on. Oh, I'm just okay. going to do this. Someone's going to take a picture of you peeing off the end of a boat, and then... <laughs> yeah, let's show that picture. Then we're going to be like, oh, Well, paparazzi. that's my fault for <laughs> if I'm peeing off the side of a boat and someone can take a picture. Look at Scott. Yes, now, Scott. okay, so obviously if you're listening to this, you can't see this, but we do put the podcast on our <laughs> YouTube channel, uh, Miguel and Holly, and so I'm showing this to the camera. What's going on, Scott? I was on an adventure at the speakeasy, the Saint. The Saint. <laughs> Why'd you sound like a leprechaun all of a sudden? <laughs> well, like one of my things that I want to do is like I want to check out new places and go on new adventures. Okay, and that's great. But who is this? When was this? What's happening? This was yesterday. Sunday. Oh, yes. you went on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, you know, you're wild. Goodness. I am wild because that's. <laughs> <laughs> 
apparently. I'm just trying to utilize the time that I have, and that was the available time that worked. Okay, yeah. so help us understand. Like, why do you look so nervous right now? I don't right know, my now? jaw hurts from smiling. <laughs> <laughs> or it doesn't hurt from something else, girl. <gasps> ah, really? <laughs> It's the podcast. Yes, yes, yes. I've been waiting all show. I don't think that guys' jaws <laughs> hurt like a girl's jaw hurts. Yeah. What's well, a different kind of, uh, like, it's more like your- uh, Your tongue? Your tongue gets tired. Like, that is definitely a muscle that gets worked if you're does doing it, it. Does it, um, what do you call it, uh, cramp up if you are in a session for a long time? You talking yeah. to me or Holly? Oh, you. for me? Um- not really, not really cramp up, but there's a moment where it's like, okay, I'm getting a little tired here. Oh, wow. Okay, the sound effects. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't know there were sound effects. But I mean, well, no, I don't know how in-depth we're getting with this, but I don't know. Like, <laughs> Look at Holly's face. <laughs> oh, what is about to happen? No, I was just going to oh. Not, uh, hmm. Mm, yeah, now this is the podcast, but just remember. Like, the pain is worth the pleasure, you know? Uh, like it, Yeah, but it, it. it takes a while before you're like, okay, tired. Now, I'm curious, Scott, when you were younger. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> when you were younger. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, this is definitely a uh, rated R uh, podcast today. Yes, I guess. Um, Was there... Because I remember when I was younger and straight guys in college, they'd be like, I'm not doing that. Mm. I'm not doing that to a girl, but mm. they better do it to me. Mm-hmm. And I was always like, you idiot. So <laughs> you're basically saying to a girl, I'm going to get mine, but you can't? Like, what logic does that make? Like, there's no logic. It didn't make sense. No. And I <sighs> did not understand it. So I never understood that from guys. I didn't. I rem- there was a time period where I was like, nope. Nope, 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 not do like. I, is it just intimidating? Maybe that I don't Scary. know what it was, but all of a sudden, like I don't know, it was like a switch. All of a sudden, oh. it was like, oh, oh, that's all I'll say to that. Now, oh, yeah. like, hey. at uh, what point in your life was this? Like post college, in college, before? Like when were you like that switch flipped, and you were like, all right, this isn't something bad. Probably like. I would say... Or was it in a relationship where you're like, all right, this makes a little more sense? I don't know. I don't remember exactly the time period. I remember when, like, I remember not wanting to do it. I was very... I was, like, 17, around that age, and I don't know. It was, like, all of a sudden I, like, turned 18 or 19. I don't know. Around there, and I was, like, just a big fan, you know? If I could have, like, <laughs> I wave my fan flag, I'm... You know, and now if we, you know, I don't know. Is everyone that has your own... likes on Instagram? Like, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm you just... can't put that in your Tinder profile. It just makes Wait, me did laugh. you put that on your uh, Cox Media Group uh, profile, your Thrive profile? The new things. <laughs> That's my new awards. <laughs> no, well, like you know, I just I think back on myself now, <laughs> and I I just I think to myself back then. I'm like, you dummy, you you don't even know. They, uh, but no, but you don't. But and yeah, it's, now it's a I'm youth a... thing. I think it's just a. Because also I feel like you have to take an actual interest in your partner's pleasure. Yes. So that comes with maturity. And I feel like, and I I hate that guys get this rap, but I mean, it typically is a guy thing. You're going to basically do it no matter what. Yeah. Like it takes extra effort and attention Mm -hmm. to work in the pleasure for your partner. And guys that are in their teens and some early, some guys Never get it. Right. <laughs> that they need to, you know, be reciprocal. Yeah, no, I think, you know, guys listening out there, I 
Go at him, Tiger. Oh, go get him. Holly, did you ever um, (laughs) get that when you were younger, um, in your 20s and stuff, from guys that were like, I'm not doing that, but you can do it to me, but I'm not doing it to you. I have heard that before. But did you ever experience it specifically with any guys? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've heard it before to me. Oh, Oh. you've heard them say it to you. I wouldn't say that. That just seems so rude. But it just it's like they just put it like, well, this is just what I do. They're like, I sorry, I just don't do that. I'm like, um, and then do you right. respond? And you're like, well, I'm not doing that to you either. Yeah, I've heard people say that. Like, I, I was like, okay, that's weird. Is there a reason? Well, and there's never a good reason, by no. the way. There's no. never like it never makes sense. It's like really circuitous, <laughs> irrational logic. I use air quotes for that. Mm. Um, and I'm pretty sure I, I don't know if I. If I reciprocated or not after that conversation, probably I didn't. Mm. I may have. Right. Because sometimes you just do. Mm. I don't know. It just happens. Right. Um, but, yeah, that's, like, such a dumb thing. And it's a it's a young and immature thing, I think, to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Or culturally, I mean, I'm sorry, but wasn't there some, like, I, I, and I, I may be making this up, so please steer me back in the right direction if I'm not. But was there a thing in the, like, dominant male black community that was like, yes. you don't talk about it, you don't do it, that's not what you do. It was I, like a cultural thing. I think so, because I remember, like, years ago on our show, we did, like, a sex week, I think, like, during the oh. summer, and we had, like, a different topic or something. Every day. And I think it was, like, uh, stereotypes or something about your se- I don't remember what it was. That's but what I'm I like, just, it's foggy, but it I is. have that in my memory. And I am definitely not saying it's that way now. Right. But it would. this was like, you know, years ago, it was like a thing. Right. Maybe you did it in secret, but you could never like let like your boys know about it. that you did that because then they would think that you were weak. Right. And so, I think yeah. I think that's changed since then. Yes, I would but say But I so. do remember when we did the topics. I don't remember what exactly, what exact question we threw out there, but I just remember there being like, Two, like, we had four black eyes. Two were like, get it, yes, do it. And then two were like, I don't do it. Mm-mm. Or if and, I do, I don't talk about it. And there's like, oh, and it's not just it's not just in the black community. Mm-hmm. It's it, And this is all, again, I think that thankfully we've come to a new place. Yeah. But like decades ago, maybe like 10, 20, certainly 30 years ago, like the uh, mafioso Italian guys. Mm. Nope. Not really? doing that. It was like... If you did that, and I think that it was, like, the same spanning maybe the Italian, and there's probably other cultures, too, like, in the black community, it was seen as a sign of weakness mm. that you were not the man in your relationship if you mm. did that. I think and it makes maybe more there's, of a man now. I, right? Mm-hmm. I, and there was maybe a lot of those, like, weird cultural things that were slow to fall away from mm-hmm. that. And so, like I said, luckily, luckily, we in a different time now because who? Mm. It's to me, it's so interesting how much we have progressed as a country and as a a global society Mm. on some of these issues. Yeah. And especially because I've gotten so into history lately. And, you know, I remember when I first learned that, like, women weren't allowed to have credit cards without having a father or a spouse's approval mm-hmm. as a co-signer. And Bank I was accounts. like, what? The, like, that just blew my mind that that's where we came from. But that's what we were dealing with. I mean, women, it was like you were there to have babies, to cook, and to clean, and that was it. And you weren't supposed to feel any other emotions. Correct. And you know what's interesting 
is it's not just, oh, that's the way it has been for the history of time. Because I saw something recently. I'm like, I don't know what, what I was looking through or what it might have been TikTok. I get a lot of random facts on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. But really. um, in the 20s, think about like that was like the, the golden age of like flappers and stuff. So like in the 20s and in the 30s, women were actually going and doing stuff. Like, mm. women were going and getting jobs. They were getting yeah. those, like, bob haircuts, and oh, they were, yeah. like, I mean, you think about, even think about the show Downton Abbey that we yeah. used to like. Like, you think about uh, Edith, the middle mm-hmm. sister. She was, like, overrunning her own printing press and stuff. Like, things were changing. And then it was World War II that sent everything into, like, helter-skelter. Because then when all these men came back from war, mm. they had been so traumatized that they all they wanted in their head was, like, this idealized version of, like, the perfect family with the wife that stays home. So it was, like, it was like the 1950s took away any progress mm. that the 20s and 30s had brought about mm. because uh, women were going to, like, you know, speakeasies. And it was still, like, uh, shocking. Like, right. it was still controversial that women would do that but they were doing it right then in the 50s it was like you didn't even hear about it anymore you literally had to put your uh heels on with your dress to vacuum your house and Mm. make sure the meal was on the table by 6 p.m and he Mm. had his glass of brandy and it just it took a total 180 and then it took years to get back out of that hole well and i feel like we can see that cycle so often in history where we advance and then we there's like this big reaction and we go back a little bit Mm. and Mm. then we start to advance some more yeah and i feel like we're kind of like that right now where you know we had an administration where it was like gay marriage is legal and we made all this progress and then like on social issues, it was kind of like, well, we're going to take a couple steps back, and now we're sorting, you know, starting to hopefully move forward in, you know, accepting everybody and understanding people. Actually, I saw this amazing uh, meme the other day that I thought was like, this is, this needs to be framed. This needs to be put somewhere. Oh, it's a tweet that says, "Frame I, this tweet. Frame this tweet." I don't think our generation is sensitive at all. I think we understand that a lot of what has been normalized while growing up is toxic, humiliating, and traumatizing, and we are choosing not to repeat it. Ooh. I like that. I was like, yes. I get so tired of people that are like, oh, my God, why are they talking about Dr. Seuss or whatever? And it's like... Maybe it wasn't right just because it happened years ago doesn't, doesn't necessarily it. make it right mm. now. And if we know better, then why can't we do better? Mm. And just because it's always been that way, and it's not like we're trying to scrub history away. No. Yeah, that's the only that's the only issue I have with this point is instead of just acting like it didn't happen. And this, I mean, obviously that came from the Dr. Seuss Publishing exactly. Company. It's right. not like somebody protested and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Yeah. I get where it came from, but I I get a little uneasy when we just start acting like they didn't happen. Right. Because then you're destined to repeat it. Yes. Because it's not there to show you, oh, this is what we don't do. Yes. And so that's just not not just for Dr. Seuss. That's for uh, you know, all of it. The, um, the umbrella mm-hmm. of um, making sure that we're not uh, being terrible or offensive or what, you know, pejorative to some somebody. But- I think it needs to still exist in some form so that we can be like, 
here's where we came from, mm-hmm. and this was not right, and here's where we've made it to, instead of just being like, no. It never happened. This has been great right. this whole time. I mean, I've always been a big believer in, uh, you know, instead of, you know, we shouldn't have, I think, like Confederate flags, you know, as part of state flags or monuments to Confederate soldiers. I don't think that that should exist in public space out to be celebrated like you. That's why you have statues to remember yeah. mm-hmm. and to celebrate. But I do think that they should be in a museum yes. so we can see this is what happened. This is what led to this. This is how we got here. Because if we don't, you know, that old saying, if you don't remember the past, you're doomed to repeat exactly. it. Exactly. So I am all down for that. Yeah. Um, but I think that we do need to continue to, like, learn. And I think that we, like our generation, Holly, as, like, the older millennials, we're now in that point where stuff that we thought was okay, we're like, ooh, that wasn't okay. Right. Because and we said it and we did it. Oh yeah. That's that wasn't okay. Like I think about when we first moved here in twenty fifteen and remember anytime I would see a hot guy when I was single on my Snapchat, I would take a picture and then I would circle it in red and that was like my ooh, who's Miguel gonna see? And it was like funny and it was ha ha. Yeah. And then I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. This isn't right. Because if someone did that to Holly, I wouldn't think that was funny or cute. Mm. Right. I was and like, you're, like, objectifying these guys that don't know they're on your Snapchat. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm just posting all their stuff. And so I stopped. And I felt bad. But it's another situation where once I wasn't like, oh, God, stop being sensitive. It's just on my Snapchat. Right. I don't know what that guy's been through. Maybe he's been exploited before. And I'm making, I'm triggering him by having that up there. If someone saw that I or had it posted on my it doesn't Snapchat. Even, it, like, it, it, he may not have even seen it. Right. But it's making it okay for other people to do yeah. it. Yeah, right, right. And and that's the thing. Like, I was, um, uh, oh, shoot, I lost my point. This is the second time this happened today. Mm. Um, so what were you talking about? So you did the thing. Oh, mm. oh, I was going to say that it's, it's, it's hard because at the time, we didn't know better. Right. And that's how we grew up, too. So, like, you grew, we grew up with all of these especially misogynistic tropes in mm. movies and TV. Mm-hmm. And that's how I started my working career, thinking I have to be this type of way to make it in a man's uh, profession. Right. And so I grew, I literally, that's how, like, my knowledge was gained. Mm. And so looking back, did I do questionable things or were questionable things done to me? And I was just like, I guess this is just what we do. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And so it's just like now we know better. And I would hope like, you know, that's that's the one thing I, I find slightly toxic about like going through, like let's say a celebrity sort of is like a new newly famous person. Right. Someone will dig back to their Twitter from like oh mm. nine and they're mm-hmm. like, well, once you tweeted this. Right. And then they have to be like, well, I don't think that now or mm-hmm. like that's where I get very like, have you given this person room to grow? Right. Has this person grown? Mm-hmm. Like, well, you know, let's just take a deep breath. But it's true that you the more, you know, the better that you do. And I love that we're finally at a place like this. If I can take a quick turn, I was Please. talking with one of my friends about this whole thing going on with um, women's issues. Mm. And um uh, especially how that uh, Sarah Everhart, I think it, it is, in um, London. Did mm-hmm. you follow the story? I did not. I don't think. No. Was it the woman that was missing? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I don't. I That's all I know. Right. So, well, hang on, my friend. Let me just make, to make sure I have her name right because I don't want mm. to mess it up. Hold on a second. Um, because I haven't, I've read the story, but I also, 
I haven't like sat down and like really studied it. Mm, mm-hmm. Are you serious? Where is? Well, while Holly's looking, don't forget you can always leave a five star rating. Yes, <laughs> on the Miguel and Holly Uncensored <laughs> podcast, or leave a comment on our YouTube page. Okay, it is it's Sarah Everard who um, was walking home from someone's house to her own house in London. She's thirty three. Um, she disappeared walking home on March 3rd and was found dead a week later mm. after doing everything that she was supposed to do. She took a longer route that was well lit and populated. She wore bright clothes and shoes she could run in. She checked in with her boyfriend to let him know when she was leaving. Mm. All that, and she was still taken and later killed. Oh, and so God. the and this is why it is starting to become such an uproar over there. And it's it's if you you know. We don't hear a lot. Of, like, I haven't seen this come across my plate a lot. But because I was posting some interesting uh, feminist things on my Instagram story this weekend, mm-hmm. this is my friend who was like, have you heard about this? Because it ties in. So the response from the British police oh. after this whole thing happened was um, the police went door to door and they were like, hey, you know, if you're a woman, you, you probably it's dangerous out here. You should stay inside. And women were like, we can't even go out now? Mm-hmm. So this whole social movement started because it's all these women who are demanding safety from male violence and demanding that the police and the government and, like, men hold each other accountable yeah. so that women don't have to hide mm. yeah. in order to live violence-free. Does right. that make sense? Absolutely. So this whole thing, and that, like I said, March 3rd was when that happened, and it, it started, they're doing, like, protests, and they're mm. doing, like, they're like, we shouldn't have to... So you're telling us in order to stay safe, we have to literally stay in our homes now. It's right. not enough. Like, we don't just have to carry the keys between our fingers and, like, just why don't you just go ahead and stay inside because... Just don't leave. Some Someone are going to try to rape and kill you. Mm. But then, I, see, what I found that was related to that point was this... Um, quick like Instagram carousel thing of where it was like, you know, because when you start talking about men that attack women, inevitably a man will be like, not all men. And I'm like, of course, right? of course, not all men. And that's not what we're saying. Mm. But I found this really great carousel thing, which I didn't have ready and pulled up. Um, But to give you the gist of it, it was like, here's kind of how that equates so we know that ticks can spread Lyme disease. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so it's enough to make you want to be like, oh, going to make sure I got like, you know, um, off spray because right. I don't want to get Lyme disease. And I don't. And like that would be like someone coming to the ticks event. Well, not all ticks right. carry Lyme disease. Well, I know. I, obviously, I'm not stupid. Like I know that all ticks don't carry Lyme disease. But it's enough of an issue that I might want to protect myself in case yeah. I were to get bitten by it. A lime tick. Mm-hmm. Well, then if you go past that to the same thing and you think about it and you're like, no, it's not all men. It's right. it's actually like a pretty, I, I don't even know what the number is. I, don't, I, I wouldn't know what the, a percentage to tell you. It's not all men, but it's one in three women. So that's enough for me to want to protect myself uh, against yes. the bad ones. Right. So saying not all men or I'm not, well, bitch, I know you're not. Right. But are you actively helping to make it better for women? Mm. So anyway, I was so, apparently I was on like a feminist kick this week. <laughs> no, I love it. So what what is the solution? Is it teaching boys from a younger age? Yes, it's teaching the boys. It's it's for the the men who 
are on board with it who know who are like you know decent humans which mm-hmm. is so many men right yeah um both of you obviously it's for more men to support and start speaking out about these women issues as well mm. and so when women speak about them and then you get the inevitable not all men no we know right. we got right. it yeah we got it but like still th- this is an issue so it's just calling attention to it and what these women are doing in london after this poor woman was found dead and then the police were like well got the answer women right just stay in your house uh, right N- yeah. you know what that's not that's not, not gonna cut answer. it yeah it's not right. cutting it i don't want to just stay in my house what are you doing to actively help this situation so i think it's just awareness and and talking about it because not that many men do and i don't think it's because they don't want to i right. just think there's a lot going on right now i mean there's a lot but i think it's just Awareness. So, Scott, as a straight man that is single and in the dating world, you know, how does that strike you? And obviously, you're being put on the spot right now after just hearing this. Yeah. But, like, what are some things that you think you can do or maybe help a friend that's a straight guy that maybe is a little toxic, a little aggressive? How do you talk them through that to (sighs) see the error in their ways? It, I talking to like I I was around many toxic men in my my college days, mm. which was very hard because when you talk to a toxic guy, like the words toxic because they're everything about their demeanor is toxic. So it's very hard to approach him. But what I got to, and what I really try to do now, and it's very hard, is like if I hear something, like I try to just like confront it and just right in the moment, like yo, that's pretty fucked up. Mm. Like that you're gonna say that, or you're gonna talk about women that way, or you're gonna do that and everything, and. What usually ends up happening is guys have this weird thing. It's like when you're in a group, that group setting, that group mentality, it brings out like this Neanderthal, like caveman personality in them where they're like talking and gawking over women. And just it gets, I've been in situations where it's like, it's just disgusting. Mm. And it, you have to just, you have to be the one that goes against the grain and be yes. like, guys, like, do we hear ourselves right now? Like, mm. let's take a second and stop. Like, that's pretty fucked up. And, Sometimes it works. Sometimes another guy will be like, "Oh, I was thought the same thing." Or, "Okay, good." Like, we, yeah, you know what? You're right. A lot of the times, though, it's you know the group will then turn on you. And so, if you're will, like, you have to be willing to put yourself in that situation if you want to make the difference in these conversations. Because I was, I went through many different trainings because I was in a lot of student organizations at USF where it was like talking about all of these things, sexual assault, rape, and everything. And you would be in a group setting and. If it's just a bunch of guys and it's not taken seriously, it's just a waste of time. Mm. And so I got to the like my last year or whatever, and it's just had to get up in the middle of it and just be like, guys, like this is really fucking important. Like the reason it keeps happening is because you keep watching this and not taking it seriously, or you keep allowing yourselves to not have these conversations with each other. And so it became a thing to actually have these conversations. Or even my guys now, like if we and my closest friends, you know, they're very much more on top of not being toxic. But actually, you know, when we start getting a little bit off track and it starts to go in one lane and it's like, okay, starting to sound like a caveman. Like somebody mm. calls us out and be like, guys, do we hear ourselves like, oops, skirt back in. And it's hard. It's extremely hard because it's extremely uncomfortable. And yes. you got to fight against a large group because yeah. you're never you're usually going to be one on one talking to a guy that's like, unless you're both are just disgusting, <laughs> being right. like cavemen. But if it's like a group of like six, ten guys and you got to be the one to be like, guys, like. 
Mm. This isn't cool. No, and then it's I hard. can see how they gang up on you. And Absolutely. It's that totally sparked my mind. And it doesn't just happen with guys, by the way. I'm not saying like, oh, yeah, I just know my experience. Yeah. Every, every woman is well-versed and understands how this works because there is an entire group of women who have internalized misogyny as well mm. that they're not helping. When you say internalized misogyny, what exactly does that mean? So they've been told by men in their lives where their place is, and mm. for them, silence is safety, and they know that if they comply with whatever the men, maybe these caveman men are telling them, they've got the protection of the caveman men, so they're safe. And I say this, and it's not, e- mm. it's, it's, I found this video of this woman who is, um, and I put that on my Instagram too, where I thought it was so perfect because it's not always just the extreme where it's like, well, why is she working? Get in the kitchen and raise your family, which does happen, by the way. That would be internalized misogyny where it's like women shouldn't work. Women should be home for their man. That's That's because men have told her that's what women should do. Right. So that's what that is. But it's not just an extreme like that necessarily. And this, and it connects back to that Sarah Everard story where the woman who was um, telling her story, this it's, she's like a fitness trainer, but she's like going through psychology and trying to figure out this whole feminist thing. And she's like, as soon as I saw that story and the woman had disappeared, the Sarah Everhart had disappeared, she's like, I thought, well, man, I wish she had learned jujitsu. And... Mm. And then she was, like, caught herself. Right. And was like, wait a minute. Mm. So, again, it's her fault for yeah. not learning jujitsu. Right. And not and the it wasn't, killer. Right. And it wasn't like she meant it in a uh, judgy way. It right. was more so like, oh, she could have done this. Mm. She shouldn't have to do this exactly. in order to be alive still today. But she's like, and I'm, and I'm saying this because we all do it. Yeah. Right. It's right. not like I'm some doofus that, you know, just carries around this stuff with me. It's because that's how we've all been conditioned. Trained, conditioned. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's like that with women sometimes. And I've noticed myself, I will get judgy of like a gorgeous woman. Mm. And it's because I've been trained to see them as competition. Yeah. Mm. So if I have been out, I don't even know the last time I was out with like a big group of women. Um, like, let's say you're out with a big group of women, much too, and this is the parallel that runs with Scott's caveman mentality when you get a big group of guys that are being like, blah, you know, you've also got like a big group of girls that can turn into the mean girls, the bullies, mm. and they see um, someone that's not in their group, maybe with like a low cut top, and she's like got her hair game on point. Sometimes, and like, I hope this is the case. A lot of times you'd be like, yes, that queen looks great. But there are other groups of women that are like, God, slut much? Like, why she got her titties out? You know what I mean? And that is also... Toxic. Toxic. But again, and it's it's like, until you know what you're doing, it's real hard to see it because you've been conditioned to think that. Mm. It's just, it's... It's a lot. And it's it, it's such a huge issue. <laughs> There's no yes. solving it in like, you know, a cute 90 days no. or whatever. So, but I do think it's a good conversation yes. to have right. and to understand why we make the decisions that we make and why we do the things that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, because the more that you can explore that and really get to the root of it, yes. you can solve the issue. And it may be different from woman to woman. Like right. maybe one woman's mother always told her growing up, like, you know, 
would call her names and like if she wore too much makeup or whatever. And now she carries that as her story in her head. Where did mm. the mother get it from? Maybe she got it from a dad somewhere. But it doesn't matter where you carry it from. It can be a nerve for you. Judgment on other people is often a fear of your own. So mm. like maybe the fear is, I if I looked like that, people would call me a slut. And right. then what if X Y Z happened? Oh, absolutely. So now you're judging all of a mm. sudden, and it's it it is completely. It can happen unconsciously. Well, and I feel like in the gay world, that's a big thing where there's what they call bottom shaming uh, because, you know, for like sexual positions, like very general, you know, you have top and bottoms and whatnot. Give her in a taker. Right, exactly. But that also can refer to, I don't think it's correct that it happens, but that can also be attributed to like your personality traits. Oh, depending on which way you go. Right. So like, in a very broad, stereotypical stroke in the gay world, if you're a bottom, you're more effeminate. If you are a top, then you're like the masculine man. And we in our community, I've been trying to like stop bottom shaming, you know, and stop uh, making people that are effeminate feel less than. Mm. Yeah. Because that was a big thing in the gay world. It's like you'd log on to like Grinder or Tinder. And you would see guys post on their profiles, like, no fats, no fems, no blacks, no Asians. Um, and you're like, well, I mean, what do you like? Like, what, what are like, you here for? Right. Tell me something about you instead of telling me what you don't like. Yeah. Because it was so harmful and it was sort of that toxic masculinity that yeah. it was like, well, I want to be a man, a it, masculine man, and that's what I want. It permeates everything from the gay community mm-hmm. to just women's circles to obviously the men that deal with it. It mm-hmm. it has gone over everything. It is, and it was like, and usually what you find, and you know, like I said, painting with a very broad stroke, yeah. is that usually gay men as they get older, they learn that you know what, if you want to wear a wig, if you want to put on some high heels, like. Girl, get it. You know, why? Like, that's our socially constructed rules and toxic masculinity that we've put on ourselves to say that you shouldn't do that. Like, I shared a week ago this straight father of, like, three um, who's an office worker. I think it's in London or something. And bitch dresses like uh, Carrie Bradshaw in Sex and the City. Like, hills, dress. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Wonderful. Straight dude who's just like, I like fashion. I really enjoy fashion. He could be an engineer. I don't even remember like what he what he does for a living. But I was like, bravo for you. And he's not gay. No, he's not gay. He he's just straight. likes wearing women's fashion. Exactly. He likes the fashion. And I I thought I had this thought yesterday. <clears throat> My fiance Abe and I were at the outlets because we were on our way back from Fort Myers Beach and we went to Express. And like the men's section is always like so small and so basic. And mm-hmm. it's like, here's a black shirt with a pocket and a stripe over it. Whereas, like, the women's section is expansive with dresses and skirts and blouses and everything. And I'm like, God, like, they have so many cute things to pick from. And we got, I got a, I got a black shirt, y'all, with a white pocket square. That's it's a nice it. line. That's a nice line. That's, that's, that's all we got. But yeah. I'm like, why can't I go over there and, like, wear a glittery top if I wanted to? Who's, Do it. Why? Exactly. So I, I think we're moving to this point in our society where it's okay to truly be yourself yeah like what makes you feel good what makes you feel comfortable Mm. do it you're not hurting anyone agreed uh before we end scott yeah circling back to the beginning yeah here we go you thought i was gonna forget didn't you i did i thought we're already past that no 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 
What were you doing at the same? I was on a little adventure, a friend date, getting a couple drinks, having a good old conversation. Didn't know. No, it was not a friend date. <clears throat> date. You and I went on a friend date. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Well, okay. It was and, a date. It was a drinks, you know, getting some drinks on a date. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Yes, that's great. Thank you. I think that's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Uh, good. I do, too. How long were you there? Oh, wow. Uh, like an hour and a half, probably. Oh, that's Maybe an awesome. hour. It was, I mean, like two drinks. Yeah. So it definitely we're sipping, having a good conversation. They have loud music. It looked like it shouldn't have loud no, music. No, no. It's a it's, it's a conversation bar. Yeah. You can actually speak to someone when you're at that you bar. You can speak pretty easily there, too. Mm, it's a speak easy. Ah, yes. Ah. Hey, get it. <laughs> right. I don't, I feel like. That's a lot for me, but what? I would like to try You it. should, like, Holland, it is not a so, such a cool experience, like, such a cool experience. It's like going to uh, Mandarin Hyde okay. in downtown St. Pete. It's just, you have to, but excuse you, me, have a passcode from do, the Instagram. You have to do that Mandarin Hyde, too? No, 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 I'm sorry, it's like Mandarin Hyde, oh. just you have to have a password. Yeah, okay. they're really nice there, too. Here's mm-hmm. the problem that I have, is, like, you already know, if I go into a new place, like, for lunch... And I haven't already looked at the menu. Oh, I have all, like a near panic attack. And I'm uh, like, I don't even know. How do I order? What do I do? Who do I talk to? Is is there like, are these menu items in code? Like, what does it mean? They, get- they're, they explain everything. Like, I felt that way too. Because I literally, when we drove up, I was like, where is this place? And then I luckily, I saw people walk out there. I was like, that's it. Ugh. And you walked up and then you got to like ring a doorbell. And you got to give them the code. And it's so cool. Because they know. Like, they're like, okay, like. We're gonna help you out. Like they, here. they want you. They, I, exactly. I have to remind myself that they want people to go to their business. Yeah, they're not. They they're not your... trying to kick you out, but it is such like such a different vibe. And I'm not. Yeah. I don't know. I just forget this, and I'm like, they Holly's don't want me like, there. They don't want me there. They don't want my money, they girl. Want they want all your money. Okay. They, they want do. Everything. I never you remember out. that. Like I forgot my wallet when I first walked in. Like, oh, let's see your ID. So I was like, and like you literally are already in. It's all dark. And I'm like, I, I messed up. Mm. I had to do the whole process over again. I had oh to run out to my car. I would have just light. left. I would have no! too much. But no. they were so cool that it's like, she was like, oh, it's cool. Just ring the doorbell again. I'll let you in. I was like, okay, cool. Beep so it was bong. awesome. It was an awesome experience because it was very much out of my comfort zone too, going out into a new place. I was yeah. like, oh, but so worth it. Okay. And now it makes me want to do more speakeasies. Um, I want to read, because they have this like wall of secrets or confessions. Oh. Um, and... When I went a couple weeks ago, let me rem- What's one that I, I read went yesterday? To the speakeasy. I went and got gardening things. This hey, weekend. you know, we all had a thing adventure that we yeah, wanted to do. Sure. That was mine. I wanted to I heard about this place. I remember Miguel came home and he was like just went to this cool place. I was like, mm-hmm. I got to go. All so right. I set up a date. Yeah. So they have these little uh notes that you can write on. You can confess your sins. You can sins. confess and uh, on the top of it it says for I have sinned and then at the bottom it says divulge and place in the confession box. And this is one of the confessions. It says, "Forgive me, Father. My ex cheated on me with my mother, so I influenced him to kill himself after he told me that was what he wanted." Those are some of the secrets that they have that the people are confessing. I was like, oh, my God. Like, that person is walking around St. Pete. Like, when, like between Tampa Bay secrets that we do on our show and I then the secrets there. I thought it was going to be funny. No, it's not. That's why I didn't read it on the air. I had one that was funny. I saw one that was like me and my five roommates share a, uh, a pocket 
you know. <gasps> oh. Yeah. But oh. we wash it after each use. Oh. Why would you share it? Just I don't know. If they're not that expensive. I don't know. But that was a confession. They they're said, not, forgive me. It's not. Y- y'all been to adamandeve.com? They're giving you discounts every damn day. Okay. In fact, they send you shit you don't even want. That- Maybe that's a thrill. Maybe. Uh, well, yeah. So, I mean, I, I feel like next time I go, I want to just get... You know what? You we need we need to put on the calendar a show night out. That will be it. We'll go to dinner and then we'll go have drinks at the at the Saint. Oh wow! See Holly, it'll be fun. Okay. Why are you Why are you scared? No, I'm not scared. That now what? it sounds like a long night. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, we're gonna do dinner Holly, too. Yes. Holly, what? Drink. Do you know the last time that I like did that like dinner and drinks like out? We what are you doing Friday out? night? I ha- I have dinner with mom friends on Friday night. I think mm. this is not and this is not a good weekend because I have Maya. Some yeah. one free weekend. Oh, I can't go this weekend. Oh, look at you guys. I'm okay, sorry. no, I can't. No, we have engagement photos we can't on go Saturday. Go next weekend either. We go no, downtown. sorry, and then the I'm next out of town. After that, like, yeah, all right, sorry. you know what? We won't go. I'll not, just go no, on another date. No, it's, it's canceled. Wait, we're all canceled. Everything's we're not canceled. canceled. What about what mm-hmm, about like mm-hmm. we're gonna look into April? April, April thirty, April twenty third or twenty fourth. I can do it. Yeah, April 23rd, 20. Okay, we're putting it on our calendar. Oh, geez. Wait, what? Uh, morning show night out. Which day? The 23rd? The 23rd, Friday night. I'm putting it right, I'm putting it right down. Morning show night out. And then we're going to go and we're going to do some stuff. Okay. And then, Holly, what we'll do is we'll make it early enough, oh, dinner yeah. early enough. Like, I just can't start dinner at like eight. I don't know what no, y'all no, wildlings no. do, but no, I on need the weekends, to girl. eat dinner no later than six. <laughs> Holly's like, can we go to Bella Brava at 5.30? Y'all, we, my person and I, we drove to St. Petersburg at 4.30 p.m. on Saturday. Good Lord. But it was a good damn thing we did because we didn't find parking until 5.20. Mm-hmm. So by then I was like, God, if they don't bring an appetizer out right now, <laughs> I will kill a bitch. I don't know how you do how you eat so late. Uh, I'm hungry. I mean, yes, uh, during the week, absolutely. I'm always forcing Abe to like get ready. Like once he gets home, poor thing. Yes. I'm like, take a shower. Yeah. Dinner's ready. Dinner's ready. But now we're in like this good where he's like, if you hungry, just go and eat, and I'll just eat later. And I'm like, it's time to go. But then on Friday night, Saturday night, I, I loosen it up a little bit, and I'm like, all right, we can do dinner at eight or nine. <laughs> at midnight. <laughs> nine? You better have first dinner so that you can eat second dinner oh, at nine. No. Like, I would legit eat something at 5 p.m. and then I could have dinner at nine. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, we will make Good it an, we'll, we'll make it an early night yeah, for early. you, okay? So I can't help it, you guys. You are going to get to where I'm at and you're going to feel the same way. That's all right. We're, we're with you, huh? I'm young forever. Okay. No, you're not. Not, uh, when you, not when it comes to food schedules. So. No. Your digestive system's already like a 65-year-old Scott, so... Mm, okay, I literally I've marked it down. So oh, I got it on my calendar. We'll make it happen. Good. Um, all right, Scott, what's your social media? At Scott Tavlin. S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. Holly. Radio Holly on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and I'm on the Facebook somewhere, but just know that it might be delayed to getting back to you. She's lost in the Facebook algorithm. I am. Miguel Fuller for me on Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter, Facebook. And if you want some Miguel and Holly swag, just shoot me an email with your address, Miguel at Hot1015. 
tampabay.com. And please leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Just leave us a five-star review that really, really helps us. And also leave a review. Thank you so much. And we will see you on Wednesday. Bogger. Catch up up with the previous episodes of the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast from Hot 101.5. Just hit up the Hot 101.5 app, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Search Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Uncensored.